Today you'll find out what the Monopoly Planner and the free Encyclopedia of Intelligent Content Marketing are all about, and in what order you should go about consuming this content. Jason and I also discuss monopolies and how they might be categorised, and what exactly does one entail online. This is Digital Bacon FM. Oh, a little bit of Kim Wilde. Can you hear it? Of course, that's the perfect introduction to our man of the moment, the man of monopoly, Stephen Barnes. Good morning. Good morning, Sarah. Good afternoon to you, as uh, as it is here in Hong Kong. Uh, hang on a minute. So, are you intimating that somehow, because of the uh, family name of your uh, uh, of the lady that was just doing the singing before I came online, that I'm somehow wild as well? Uh, you can go ahead and call yourself wild. I was thinking more about the "Can you hear it?" all about monopolies. But okay, you take you take it. Wild it is. How you been? I came wild. I think it's with an e. I think it's with an e, right? It so is. I'll take the e. The, the, e, for, the e for entrepreneur. <laughs> That's brilliant. Right. So what I'm very pleased about is you sending me a whole raft of information to have a look at. Thank you. Very well structured. Let's get straight to it. How's this going to work? Okay, so um, as I think I've alluded to on other shows that we've um, we've talked together on, uh, you know, we are going through the process of educating uh, really anyone that's interested in how to build a modern business model in the connection economy that will, if you do it right uh, and you're in the right niche and you approach it uh, with the right sort of you know disruptive motivation in mind, you can build a monopoly. Mm. So. Um, as it happens, I have kind of reduced all of my knowledge and know-how on monopoly building, if you want to call it that, down to a, um, a program that uh, eventually we're going to sell. So uh, your, lead, your listeners are going to be getting all of this IP for free. Hmm. Eventually, we're going to sell it. Um, but it's called the Monopoly Planner. Uh, and the idea is to basically take all the um, the good stuff that you know you and I have been talking about these last few weeks, uh, and then wow. sort of reduce it down to a formula that kind of can be you know rinse repeat, rinse repeat, rinse repeat. Once you've kind of understood what all the moving parts are and you know how the whole thing fits together, so so that so so that body of material is embodied in a presentation called the Monopoly Planner. Hmm. Now, Monopoly Planner itself is broken down into 10 modules, and uh, of, out of those 10 modules emerges 36 chapters. And the 10 modules actually follow the format that we essay in the 10-part video called How to Build a Monopoly from Nothing with No Money Invested. Mm. So um, this presentation that I've got that we're going to have our discussions around basically follows that theme beginning to end. Okay. Um, so anyone that's uh, anyone that's interested in you know perhaps actioning some of this material once we've you know gone through it all um, over the course of the next few weeks and months, I think it'll take us to complete uh, uh, our discussions in this respect. Uh, what they will do is they should start off by going to intelligent content. Dot marketing. Mm -hmm. um, that's the website that hosts the video, Monopoly, How to Build uh, One from Nothing with No Money Invested. Um, watch that. It's only 15 minutes, 10 parts, very straightforward to understand. Um, and then if uh, your interest is peaked as a result of what you learn from that video, 
you can then immediately sign up underneath the video for uh, access to a whole other array of content on intelligentcontent.marketing um, called the Encyclopedia of Intelligent Content Marketing. Hmm. And inside the Encyclopedia of Intelligent Content Marketing, which is 100% free, there's 500, 600 different resources um, which actually speak at the next level of detail as to you know all the kind of stuff that goes on as you transition from the uh, industrial economy to the connection economy, uh, and how you're thinking about you know developing a, a modern business model to work within the constructs of uh, the connection economy. Mm. And the the Encyclopedia of Intelligent Content Marketing is predicated on a series of talks that I gave in 2015. As it happens, um, Jason, you know the place, in Paperclip, in yep. one in Hong Kong. Um, and so over the course of a year, once a month for 12 months, I uh, kind of condensed my thinking around connection, to, sorry, industrial to connection economy sort of uh, dynamic. I, con I, I, I condensed it down into sort of, my thinking down into sort of, sort of 12 big ideas. And those 12 big ideas I then delivered material against um, and called ultimately after the fact those 12 talks the power of free. Because what was emerging from this was this notion that um, I picked up from, um, uh, from Peter Thiel uh, and his book uh, Zero to One, which is about modern monopoly building in actual fact, mm -hmm. where Peter Thiel, who was one of uh, – uh, Silicon Valley's most famous venture capitalist was a co-founder of PayPal, the first outside investor in Facebook. Um, Palantir is the founder of Palantir, multi-gazillionaire. In any event, he says he, that if you're, you know, operating in the connection economy, you need to ask yourself uh, this question, and that is, what what fantastic and true business idea is out there that you know works and is true? But nobody else actually uh, can see or understand or grasp for themselves yet. The counterintuitive sort of dimensions to um, the uh, uh, the way that people think about opportunities emerging as a result of the, the dynamics of the connection economy. Mm. So, so for example, in in our space, the one big idea that we know that works that people haven't cottoned onto is this idea that you can give away all your knowledge and know-how. A way, give it away to people completely free of charge, and you can build a business that's unparalleled and has no competition as a result of giving material away for free. Mm. Uh, and so uh, along that guise, I've come to understand that if you give your stuff away for free and you um, then create relationships and then you're able to monetize those relationships, that is right uh, squarely within Peter Thiel's main the uh, thesis inside the, his book, Zero to One, mm. because you know it's very counterintuitive. How do you make any money if you give everything away for free? Well, there's a truism there. So, mm. so the power of free inside the Encyclopedia of Intelligent Content Marketing explores that very concept. And so the power of free is, uh, it's actually, as I say, it's 12 talks, 12 big idea talks, but what I did when I presented in those talks, I broke them down into sort of bite-sized chunks, um, probably three or four minutes each piece against a, a sub-idea a sub inside each big idea. So that what you're left with, a la a kind of an encyclopedia, hence the name Encyclopedia of Intelligent Content Marketing, what you've got is kind of all the resources and all the thinking and all the experience along that very line that you can take a um, – 
an existing professional service business, as it was in our instance, uh, convert it into an information offering, share your expertise with people by answering questions and helping solve problems, publish to that niche, go on to map the knowledge graph, do all the kind of good stuff that we've discussed previously. Um, and then you can build a very successful monopoly uh, headed business uh, through that dynamic. Mm. So, um, the, the encyclopedia is the sort of the next level of content that uh, you would learn about, uh, and it's all completely free. And then um, we have separately uh, developed a new line of content called the Monopoly Planner. And the Monopoly Planner is the one that we're ultimately going to sell. That'll be the intellectual property and the information that goes towards sort of turning theoretical um, intelligent content marketing into practical intelligent content marketing and how you can design a modern business model um, directly attuned to you know how your uh, niche uh, is configured and works and uh, and and those um, that content is is really going to form the basis of the discussion that we're having you know over the next few weeks and months mm. so we're in we're in module one at the moment which is you know the history and logic of how it all fits together Mm. Now, I have a, a, a quick question. I was chatting to Guru, who you know. Now, she owns a uh, traditional bricks and mortar uh, boutique country hotel. And she said, you know, I find the content inter inter interesting. How do I make it work for my kind of business? And is it impossible for me to have a monopoly? And I said, I think we have to relook at it and say, do you have a monopoly within a particular area? Would you agree with that? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, uh, you've got you've got your you, you've got geographic uh, monopolies. You've got um, uh, you've got sort of uh, uh, practical monopolies because you're able to monopolize. You know, the practicalities of of, of the items, the, the sort of reach that you've got around you. Mm. Uh, and you've got monopolies on on whole niches. You've got monopoly on sub niches. One might say, for example, that Airbnb have got a monopoly on the niche that is Airbnb. Mm. Certainly Facebook have got a monopoly on, 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 on social media in the way that they have. But that doesn't mean that you can't look at the way that you operate your business and say, OK, well, I've got this core activity. And it may be that the core activity, if you're in F&B and hospitality, well, that's always going to be the same, right? Mm. Well, therefore, your mission is to use intelligent content marketing to create a monopoly over the set of circumstances that would drive a particular caliber of person or a particular class of person or a person that are interested in particular things to drive them into your arms rather than going somewhere else. Mm. So you can absolutely use content in such a way to develop sort of mini, mini monopolies in that fashion. And so, yeah, I mean, Angula, she's, she's essentially got a monopoly in high quality um, uh, accommodation and, uh, and F&B in, uh, in the Underberg space for all practical purposes, mm. right? Okay. Now I have another question. Yeah. One of our it's another. Got monopoly already. Yeah. Uh, a, a friend and also uh, one of our regular listeners also has a business that uh, that focuses on travel, uh, mainly for overseas tourists who want to do a particular adventure or something like that. So it's more of an arrangement uh, of a variety of different things to do. Now is that something that can be easily monopolized? And I guess. Given that you are working with overseas clients, mastery of the internet and controlling as much of the content in that space would be one way to develop a monopoly quite quickly. 
Well, it's the only way to do it. You can only you can only do it through publishing. You can only do it through you know, the reach out capabilities of the internet. Mm. Uh, there, there's no other way to really develop it in in terms of moving from the industrial to the connection. Mm. Absolutely, but but without wanting to get into the game of you know potentially providing routes to uh, monopoly status in niches that I don't have any experience in, mm. um, because one of the core lessons that comes from uh, the encyclopedia of intelligent content marketing is to say, look, we're going to share with you the ideas and the learnings, right? The things mm. that we understand. You've got to, you know, take on board those ideas and learnings, and you've then got to apply those ideas into your understanding of your niche and your market. Because mm. you, as the uh, as the as the, the business owner in a particular niche, you will know all about your market, and I will know nothing about your market. Okay. So, you know, the the listener who's who's got has got a travel experience. Well, you know, if she came came and tried to fathom out about uh, Hong Kong immigration, she wouldn't know where to start. Mm, so okay. similarly in South Africa, when it comes to the travel space, I don't know where to start. But having said that, let's just think about ways that you might begin to distill your thinking so that you can sort of head in the right direction. So if you're in the travel business, and let's say you, know, you provide uh, services to foreign nationals that are going to come and explore that region, then what I'd do is I'd say, well, you know, what is, what's so special about this region? And then once I understood what's so special about this region, I think I then map out all the interesting things about the region um, that you can do as a visitor. And then I would produce content at a very, very high level of detail that speaks to all those discrete things that you can do. So that by the time people come onto the internet and they're looking for stuff that they can do during their, 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 their um, trip to South Africa, there's a decent chance if you've done it right, they're going to find themselves on your websites. Mm. If they find themselves on your website and you've produced an entire array of stuff that says, you know, come to Underberg for argument's sake, right? Once you're in Underberg, you can go do the Sani Pass, you can go do Moorcroft, you can do fly fishing, you can do horse riding, you can, you know, do caving, you can do historical tours or whatever they are, mm. and then just produce a whole raft of really interesting content around that mm. so that, you know, you're stimulating people's interest in perhaps wanting to do this. And if you develop the line of content that's highly focused around the particular niche that you have the opportunity to, to dominate and monopolize, then over time you'll go on to generate, you'll generate all the interest that exists out there for, uh, for, for people that are, um, that, that, that are, want to come in and experience and encounter those things. Mm. And at that point, they're in your life, right? You've got a relationship with them. Sure. And at that point, you can kick in your normal sort of offline relationship building activities uh, and then sell them the stuff that, uh, that you typically sell them. So, so your monopoly building activities are really all about generating the relationships that will allow you to grow and expand your business. And we're monopoly comes in is that if you do that before everybody else and you produce a content proposition that's such far better than that, that, that that's, than anything else that anybody's doing in that niche you win by default and that's where your monopoly comes in mm. okay so there's plenty 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 to get through step one plenty plenty step one okay so yeah uh, step one ultimately is watch the monopoly video on intelligent content.marketing website and then sign up for the Encyclopedia of Intelligent Content Marketing. It's completely free of charge. Then you've got access to all of the resources that will then uh, educate you at the next level of detail to the stuff that you and I are going to discuss, in a sense, broadly from 39,000 feet now. Mm, okay. Now, um, this, okay. this, yeah. this uh, uh, 
Monopoly Planner, the slides are excellent. Any objection to me uh, pasting up uh, the slide that we're going to discuss on a weekly basis so that there's something up there? Yeah. Okay. No problems. You can do that. You can do that. That's no issue at all. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So, so really, so the next move touches upon what a point that you just raised, which is, you know, can you build a monopoly online or can you build it offline? Well, we're talking about online monopolies. Mm. So online monopolies means that you need to have an internet presence and your internet presence needs to be a publishing presence. And the publishing presence that you can generate will cost you from a technology perspective nothing because there is a platform um, product out there that's open source it's called wordpress and wordpress is is basically a a complete uh, website building engine a publishing and building engine that uh, doesn't cost anything other than the the cost of normal website hosting so you need to get yourself into the uh, wordpress platform and then make a commitment to become a publisher over time and then once you have got uh, your ideas behind sort of, you know, a website organized, you realize that, that essentially your website is designed, your web, your web proposition is designed for four, four particular things. Firstly, it's designed ultimately to sell whatever it is that you offer. Secondly, it's designed to help you get leads or ultimately to create relationships. Um, it's designed to educate others, yep. and ultimately, it's uh, it's designed to allow you to parlay the product that you do go on to sell via the web. Okay. So those are um, those are the four things that emerge from making commitments to building a modern monopoly. Mm. Okay. So that that's that's the um, the planner. You've got four things: designed to sell, designed to get leads, designed to educate and the product that you actually sell. Correct, yeah. So understanding that you know those are the, the strategic objectives behind putting your web presence together. Mm. And as I don't, don't worry about the miniature of all of all that works. You can discover all of that inside the Encyclopedia of Intelligent Content Marketing anyway. But those are the four key, key rationales for the existence of your, um, of your, of your web, web presence. Okay, mm. so knowing, knowing that that's it, the question is then, well, how do you actually tangibly begin to convert your commitment into producing a web presence into a web presence that actually uh, will deliver for you along those two lines. Well, then it, it, it kind of like boils down into two particular things that you're going to do. So the first thing that you're going to do is make a commitment to producing very high quality content that answers questions and help solve problems in your niche. Mm -hmm. Now, producing that high-quality content platform takes time. Knowing that that platform will ultimately build up to such a point where Google will eventually end up sending you all the traffic that's interested in the material in that niche, knowing that that's going to take some time and it's a steady, ongoing commitment, um, I've called that the slow burn dimension about um, monopoly building. Mm-hmm. It took us, for example, it took us about three years to get to a point where the websites were continually, every single day, delivering new business to us. It took us about three years. Took, we started. We got our first set of paid instructions about six weeks after we launched the first website. 
But in terms of it being predictable, regular in business that was coming in as a result of our platform development activities on a slow burn basis, it was about three years. But that, Jason, was many years ago when we started it. So it was seven years ago. The problem that we had seven years ago when we laid down our, our, our content platform in that fashion was that we didn't have any realistic means uh, to try to procure uh, individual customers in advance of having built up that platform because that platform was designed to deliver Google organic traffic to us, which costs us nothing, and it takes time for that to bed down after it's being um, after it's being developed. Um, there was a, the, there is a way to use Google AdWords to to buy uh, traffic into mm-hmm. that website, and we certainly did that in the early days. But in the intervening period, what's happened, Jason, is that uh, the world's moved on, thankfully, and uh, social media presences like particularly LinkedIn. Uh, and Facebook have become, well, they've come into their own now. And, and essentially, everybody that has a LinkedIn account and everybody who's got a Facebook account, you've provided LinkedIn and Facebook with your demographic data. You've, you've told them basically all the things that you're interested in, how old you are, who your relationships are, your marital status, where you live, kind of, you know, the social graph of anyone who has a, uh, a social media account has been completely mapped out by, uh, by, by Facebook and LinkedIn, which sounds negative for data privacy purposes, as we've discussed previously. That's the, the bad side. But the flip yeah. side is, is that if you have an interesting proposition, you can take your proposition directly into the heart of basically anybody in the world that you want to target. You can't target them by name, but you can target them by social graph profile. Now, because of that capability, that reach out capability, you can say to yourself, well, I'm developing content for people who've got Hong Kong immigration problems. It's going to take me a while before Google starts to deliver up free traffic through our content development exercise. In the meantime, how can I go and bring to the attention of people that would naturally be interested in the material that we're developing on our website? How can I bring it to their attention? Well, what you can do now is you can, you can buy that traffic through, through understanding the social graph by going to LinkedIn and Facebook. Hmm. So you can take a piece of the content that you've developed in your, in your slow burn content, content um, uh, development activity, like for example, in the Hong Kong immigration space, what's the minimum salary for a Hong Kong employment visa? That's a question that in Hong Kong, a lot of foreign nationals are going to be asking as they make preparations to apply for employment visas so they can live and work in Hong Kong. And it's not a question that gets you know easily answered via a search on the web, say. So what you do is you, you've already developed that. You've already answered that question on your platform content. So you go to a technology that's, that's separate from WordPress. It's called ClickFunnels. Mm-hmm. And with ClickFunnels, you can very easily put together essentially a very simple kind of like, it's not an advertisement, but it's a a call to action to somebody who's interested in getting an employment visa and who would naturally want to know what the minimum salary for a Hong Kong employment visa is. So using the ClickFunnels software, you produce a very, very small, I'll call it an ad. It's not an ad, but we'll call it an ad, which then in turn links to the content that you've already developed on your on your on your platform content. And it asks the question, applying for a Hong Kong employment visa, are you being paid enough? Question mark, for example. Yeah. 
you can then target the kind of people that will be naturally interested in understanding uh, the answer to that question. Do it via LinkedIn, do it via Facebook, and you pay to play. And that way, there's a very, very strong possibility that when you send your material out into you know, those parties in LinkedIn and Facebook, they will click and they will then have access to the answer to the question that you've provided them. And if you've at the same time given them a remarkable experience, as we've discussed previously on this show, while they're on your website, understanding the answer to that question, you've, you've created the potential, the genesis of a relationship with them. And from that, you can, you know, you can kick on. So you'd be amazed at, uh, you know, the number of times that, uh, you know, we're able to convert business from people who um, use our uh, free your questions answered service. They, they genuinely have a, a simple question that needs answering. They can't get the answer anywhere else on the internet. Our website may not have answered it for them or they're too lazy to search for the answer. So what they'll do is they'll ask us that question via our, 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 um, our website. Uh, and then I, once I know that question has come in, I've now got the genesis of a relationship with them. And I would say probably 20% of people ask me questions via the web actually go on to become paying clients. Now, that's somewhat different from what I'm suggesting here via click funnels, where you're sending a mini ad into Facebook and, and LinkedIn to try and answer, attract people who are interested in that question to get them back to your website where that question is answered. Hmm. But it does illustrate that you can create relationships by answering people's questions. And that's where, you know, you're... Um, what I've called this the second part of the uh, of the platform arrangement is the direct response marketing strategy. Mm. So you've got your core content on your on your WordPress site that you build up over time as you build your content out and you seek to answer questions and solve problems. But you then go fishing your pond using your direct response marketing strategy, dropping your capabilities in a uh, in, in a positive sense where you're delivering value into you know the uh, the social graph of Facebook and LinkedIn and then you create relationships that way. Mm. Okay now what will you talk about slow burn content and, and and content is a big part of the proposition. How do you craft your content in a way that it doesn't come across as overly uh, brand centric and that you have your name all over it, et cetera, et cetera. When you, when somebody reads a bit of content that you put out there, um, is it genuine and it, it isn't overly a, a, a piece of marketing material? Right. Don't try to sell anything. You got to put yourself in the shoes of the cus of the person that is going to invest their time and attention in your material. Mm. Your mission ultimately is to sell, right? Everybody gets that. That's, you know, that, 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 that's a social contract, so to speak. But you don't have to have your communications be, be configured so that it's me, 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 me. Mm. If your material is designed from the perspective of the customer, knowing that they've come to your website for one reason only, and that's to get information on something that helps them answer a question or solve a problem or basically help them to achieve their objectives. What you're doing is you're using your content development exercise to deliver value unconditionally. And, you, and you're creating the opportunity out of that to have relationships with people. And out of relationships in due course, your commercial um, activity will flow. So you must absolutely kill sort of bone in your body that's screaming at you, sell, 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 sell. All of that is 
is basically industrial economy activity. You've got to, you've got to bin that. It doesn't work in the connection economy. It's not about you. It's all about the customer. Hmm. Yes, that was a quote you gave me for one of my articles this week. I really appreciated that, actually. Um, you I know, use it all the time. I, I go online and I, as you've suggested, you go there because you need a question answered. And often I find content and you, you, you find something and within three sentences, they already click here to buy it. This is this. And it, you, you get frustrated at the end because it, it just becomes pure selling. And uh, yeah, for me, that's yeah. a, that, that closes me out. Yeah, it's a complete turn off for me too as well. Um, so if you, you know, and I encourage you readers to, excuse me, listeners to, um, you know, to, to really check out our websites. Go and have a good look at what we've done and how we do it. You'll see there's no advertising on there. Yes, you know, we own the content and we um, we put our, uh, our credentials on our masthead and all the rest of that good stuff. But if you look really closely at what we've done, you'll see that there are components to... Uh, each of our websites that are designed specifically to address the fundamentals of the connection economy using the capabilities of the website to create relationships ultimately by answering questions and help solve problems. Mm. And perhaps next week what I can do, Jason, because I think that's a great a great segue into you know, the next part, is talk to you about um, the actual constituent parts of a business that has gone on to become uh, an intelligent content marketing business. Uh, and if your, uh, your listeners uh, have a look at our websites in the intervening period, next week I can uh, I can take you through all the constituent parts and, uh, and show you how, uh, how again, from 39,000 feet, the lessons that we've learned through my intellectual heroes and the realities of experience of operating in the connection economy this last seven years uh, has resulted in a business model for the connection economy that a, you can't um, you, you can't manifest that in the industrial economy. It's because of the way that the internet works. And B, this is a business model that is designed around the customer. It's purely customer centric. It's driven by answering questions and solving problems, recognizing that as a result of the goodwill that you generate through that activity, you will create relationships. So perhaps next week we can talk about the constituent elements of uh, of an intelligent content marketing business. That'll be absolutely fantastic. Mr. Barnes, you have an absolutely awesome weekend and we'll take it to step two next week. Digital Bacon FM. So what fantastic and true business idea is out there that you know works, but nobody else is acting on? While you think about that, join us in the next episode to get more detail about the components of a monopoly business model.